My guest today is Chelsea Stark. She's here to talk about her review of Splatoon 2. My name is Justin McElroy, and this is Polygon's Quality Control. Chelsea Stark, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. Is this your first appearance on Quality Control? No, uh, I talked about uh, Ukulele, a game I hated, and Tekken 7, a game I really That's liked. right. Yes, I, I remember now. Um, uh, well, luckily, it sounds like this one's a little better mm. than Ukulele, certainly. Yeah. Uh, no. Splatoon 2, the second Splatoon game, uh, which... Uh, I, I, I'm really interested in, so uh, Nintendo in, in an effort to sort of beef up the switch library has ported over some games for the Wii U. Um, most notably, I think is Mario Kart eight, uh, just sort of bringing it over and, and giving the switch audience a chance to play it and putting some more games on the switch cause it needs them. Um, but Splatoon two is not that Splatoon is a brand new game um i guess my my sort of opening question would be does nintendo do enough to justify putting the two on there or would this have made more sense to just be a, a straight port a splatoon 1.5 exactly. um, i would say that in some ways this game is totally new one of the my favorite features is salmon run which is a a kind of co-op horde mode basically and that is something that's only found in Splatoon 2. But there's certainly a lot of things that are very similar to the first game. Like, you know, Turf War is like the game's main competitive mode that like is showcased all the time. And it, it feels very similar. Like the maps feel are not the same usually, but they feel the same. Uh, there's still some of the same like quirks. Like you can't change your loadout between matches unless you back out and then like restart your your cue to get in a match so like some of that stuff is really the same the single player is structured the same but is still really interesting and fun to play yeah i i mean i will caveat with this with saying like some of this is a straight port but i really had a good time playing it uh i am going to be flying out to san diego comic-con pretty much as soon as we end this and uh uh obviously i can't get this game today because i guess it's out tomorrow but if i'm stuck on an airplane and have no internet connectivity whatsoever am i still going to be able to have fun with splatoon 2 totally this is a selfish question i'm now narrow casting i'm using my podcast to just ask personal questions that i could ask chelsea in her own time it's true but i'm here to provide service journalism justin uh because the the single player mode is uh really fun you have five full worlds with a lot of different levels uh like six the average is six levels per world plus a big boss fight, which they're all all the levels are kind of each wrapped around a certain theme or idea. It's like, do they want to teach you something or is it using a certain weapon to, in a certain way? Some of those are really fun. Like you're like a level totally inspired by the ink rails that you grind on and like have to shoot targets from and things like that. Or a level that's totally devoted to like weird foam bouncy house kind of things that you jump on it's it's like it kind of reminds me of mario games in that way where it's like a level is designed around a concept and the boss fights are really fun um 
everybody seems to have their their own preferred uh, loadout, I guess you'd say, for, for Splatoon. Do you have a, a personal favorite, or are you somebody who likes to bounce around a bit? I like to bounce around. Uh, I mean, like, I sometimes I really want to be like, okay, I'm going to be the support person and just get the roller and, and cover my base as well as I can. One of the new uh, loadout options is the duallys, which are two dual-wielding pistols, since the name. But you can do, a, like, a really neat dodge roll when you're wielding them and, like, kind of avoid ink in that way and they have like a really nice range they don't i mean obviously they don't do a ton of damage until you hit an enemy a bunch but like they feel really fun to use give me an example you you mentioned the boss battles can you can you talk about one to kind of highlight what you're talking about totally uh the first one you encounter is this gigantic oven that's like popping out loaves of bread at you and basically you have to uh like swim or strafe around the oven as it 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 pushes out loaves of bread and you have to cover the sides of those bread loaves in, in your own ink so you can climb up them slowly and uh, get to the top of the oven where a tentacle is waiting that you have to shoot with ink. And so it's kind of like uh, combining that, like the strafing and, uh, you know, the, the swimming up walls mechanics, but it feels really fun. There's also like a ton of puns and really goofy dialogue uh, that go along with it, which just makes it really charming. That was, I mean, obviously nonsensical. I felt like I was having a dissociative episode, but I'm assuming <laughs> in makes, context. In context, yeah, it makes a lot more sense. I know, like, you're like, squids, why is there a giant oven? Why is there bread? But it's uh, it's it's totally weird. This game is, like, kind of like they took character design and were like, yeah. this is, Another one of the boss battles, you're fighting, like, a squid. They call him a, a samurai but he's actually wielding a gigantic paint roller that he like revs up like a lawnmower and then rushes you down across the field, which is just like really hilarious and weird. Um, d- d- there are a lot of different configurations in which you could play this game, single player, multiplayer. Is there a local multiplayer option? Yeah. So the salmon run thing is mostly local, which is kind of disappointing because I think that's the game's best mode. There are like events kind of like Splatfest, so it's like, okay, from like twelve to six PM you can play in salmon run matches. Uh but you're playing online, you don't uh in the the online one you can't change your loadout. You're just given what is assigned to you basically. Mm-hmm. Um and it's but like you can play this locally. The Switch local works almost kind of like spot pass. I don't know the technology behind it, but you don't actually need to be on the same Wi-Fi network or anything like that to play locally with each other. You're just connecting. Uh, so it, it works super well and it, it feels really fun to sit in a room with four people and, and play Splatfest, but I don't know how often normal people who aren't you know, game reviewers or work at a video game website actually have that experience. Um, when you are uh, playing online, there's no built-in voice chat, correct? No. You have to do that through the the mobile app, how much did you find yourself missing the ability to talk to people? I mean, how much would that have elevated your experience or detracted from it? Uh, I mean, you know, voice chat certainly has its cons, you know, as, as anyone knows. But I feel like voice chat is starting to disappear in certain games, I think, as people just don't want to hear each other, don't want to deal with the crap. But at the same time, like, I there's certain times you're just like, hey, go that way. Like, that's the stuff that is just like... There's there's a couple like buttons hot map to like boot, say things like booyah and 
come this way and things like that. Uh, not kidding. Booyah button. The booyah button. Not a joke. Uh, but at the same time, it's just like if you're playing with four friends, uh, I would. It's just so I don't understand. It's very baffling. The we actually played around with the Nintendo Switch app yesterday, and it is completely uh, a mess to use. So I think you're just better off putting Discord on your phone. Uh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I, we have a bunch of questions from uh, listeners, which I'm excited about because I'm not a num- uh, exactly a Splatoon uh, devotee. But uh, we're going to get to those in just a second, but right after this quick break. You know, it can be hard to find snacks that aren't full of junk and garbage like a lot of them have if you look at the ingredients it says junk and garbage on there and you really shouldn't be eating junk and garbage as i'm sure you learned in in elementary school or grammar school depending on how you refer to it so uh let me tell you about these bars called that's it now that's a weird name right until i tell you the ingredients they're fruit and fruit and that's it that's all that's in there it's just fruit and then other fruit and then you eat it. That's the entirety of the thing. So it's like eating fruit and other fruit, but it's in a bar, and they're called That's It. You can get them at Whole Foods, at CVS, and your local Starbucks. Now, uh, how how good are these things for you? Well, they're a great source of fiber. There is no fat in there, uh, no fat at all. Uh, you can use it as a grab-and-go breakfast after school, after the gym. You satisfy your sweet tooth, but you're just eating fruit. Also, it's more convenient from, than fruit. You ever try to put a banana in your pocket? It's embarrassing. You ever try to put cherries in your backpack? They get squished, but not with That's It. Uh, so here's a great deal for you. If you go to that'sitfruit.com, and you enter the code CONTROL at checkout, you can save 10% on your order uh, again, you go to that'sitfruit.com, enter the code control at checkout, and you can save 10% off your order. Stop eating garbage. Go to that'sitfruit.com and enter the code control at checkout to save 10%. Chelsea, we yes. have uh, questions from the folks out there. Uh, and some of these you may be able to answer and some you may not. So let's just let's just go with it. Hit me. Uh, this is from Fry. Is there any idea as to whether Nintendo will be rolling out as much DLC at the freemium price as with the previous game? Oh, yeah. Uh, they've said in previous directs that they are going to be adding weapons. Uh, like, they mentioned specifically an umbrella that shoots paint and then you can use it as a shield. I forgot the name of it, but it looks really cool. Um, so I think that they are going to be rolling out free DLC uh, that is not premium. They're also going to be doing the Splatfest events uh, where it's like a kind of a big online multiplayer event and those will happen for at least two years. So they plan to support the servers for that long at least. Uh, Tanner asks, is this game as fresh as the first game or is it even fresher? I just love the style. And that's kind of a good question. Is, is there uh, any sort of like, um, you know, is the aesthetics which felt so sort of vibrant and new in the first game starting to feel redundant at all no i i think the one of the most amazing things about splatoon are the aesthetics the weird costume options that you have the supporting cast is so hilarious and strange like the the cats that judge your multiplayer match that are called jug and now his little kitten named lil jug 
I mean, how do you hate that? Uh, the the new Splatfest hosts are like these weird, wonderful squid women, uh, Marina and Pearl, and everyone seems to fight over like who they like more and if Pearl is a monster or not. And it's just it's it's super charming. Nintendo actually like has its finger on the pulse of uh, character design for this one. Um, uh, uh, here's one from Mika. How do the squid kids stand? They clearly don't have bones if they can turn into squids. So how do they keep their structure in kid form? Uh, maybe just like lots of very firm meat, I think. Maybe like, mm-hmm. a, uh, I'm going to say that. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I'm a little scared now. Gross. <laughs> I should get them an, a squid kid x-ray. Uh, beloved fantasy author Patrick Rothfuss asks, I don't really like shooting people. Is there a play mode where you can just go in and clean up everyone else's paint? <laughs> uh, this the Splatoon like cleanup crew where you just suck up all the paint into your gun. Exactly. Oh my exactly. god. Yes. Uh Patrick, they should ask and build that just for you. There's actually a you can a, explore the maps just to like get a sense of them so you can actually just go in the maps by yourself and paint them which is kind of adorable uh so Uh, almost almost the same andy wants to know how does aiming weapons using joy cons feel if that's a control scheme that you used uh i didn't use the joy i used the motion controllers in handheld or like i i did a handheld mode with the joy cons on the side and kind of tested with the tilt to aim i'd actually see the motion controls when you're playing on handheld i turned the the sensitivity really low so it's just like a little bit of assistance almost and that actually felt really good i'm not a big fan of the motion controllers otherwise i played with the pro controller uh when i was playing on the tv and that uh that feels obviously really good but sorry i can't answer the specific joy con question matthew wants to know are the squids using their own ink as ammo or are they using some as a substitute i don't think it's healthy to produce that much ink I mean, I don't think it's healthy, and also because they, to refill your ink, you just sit in other people's ink and kind of lay there and absorb it all up into your ammo tanks. Uh, so, like, that's kind of like a. I feel like that's kind of a way you get uh, some diseases, some communicable diseases. Like, you're just swimming around in like five other friends' inks and and sucking them up back into your ink sack. Cheese rat asks are weapons still tied to specific sets or can you mix and match your main gun nades and special uh it seems like they're still tied to specific sets uh as far as i know like the everything i played was very set specific when kids become squids their guns and clothes disappear do they absorb the gear is it part of them is the gun store selling body parts Mm, man okay again i think what Nintendo needs to do is release a Planet Earth style video of like where do all the guns go? I, I'm gonna assume that it's kind of a Bugs Bunny situation. Um, that's how I'm gonna keep this PG in my head because otherwise it's like, uh, where are they storing the guns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, squids refill this from Travis. Sorry about all these. Squids refill their ink ammo by soaking up ink they just sprayed, but the ink on the ground stays. Could this be a solution? to the energy crisis uh i mean i don't so getting really deep into splatoon lore did you know that splatoon happens after the sea levels have rise too much i'm not making that up and so everyone has evolved to be squid kids and live on land and water that is real apparently uh so i think that it it could be used to solve the energy crisis because it's magic 
ink, and these are magical post-apocalyptic people. Also, aren't you excited about our future squid bodies that we're going to evolve into, Justin? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, uh, and I'm going to uh, continue to be stoked until the next episode of Quality Control. But that's going to do it for us for right now. Uh, if you want to read Chelsea's review, you can find it at polygon.com. Uh, there uh, is a lot of other good stuff on there. Splatoon is out tomorrow. If I put this up on Thursday, it's out today. If I put this up on Friday, it's on one of those days. And uh, uh, that is going to do it for us for this week, folks. For Chelsea Stark, my name is Justin McElroy. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to Polygon's Quality Control. Thank you.